Previously on Lancer. Answering Dr. Russell's threat, the Lancers raced back to Belena, where several top UNIO executives, Vera and Alice, were being held hostage. After a skirmish with Dr. Russell's Ronan Mech, Fish and the others learned the truth. Dr. Russell was merely an artificial humanoid android piloted by his pet cat, Peaches, also known as Alpha 9000, Fish's predecessor. To get revenge on Fish and those that would pass her over for ultimate sentience, Alpha 9000 wages war on the Lancers to prove her superiority once and for all. Last we left off, uh, Derek had just seen above him in the skylight against the... Um, backdrop of the full moon, the silhouette, uh, a figure that he thinks he might recognize. Could it be? The shadow becomes larger and larger and it flies in and all of you turn and recognize uh, the uh, lady-like mech that is descending into the tram station. <laughs> yes. Uh, on uh, overall comms, uh, Prince Derek, it's Princess Lila. We, I and the rest of the Agate Warriors have come to your aid. The scientists told us what was happening here back on your home kingdom of Belena. Uh, the warriors are out amongst the city, uh, taking down all the rest of the mechanical enforcers. But I'm here to help you, particularly Prince Derek, from one royal to another. <laughs> and the witch is going to go ahead and also join your team. <laughs> she will land right next to Derek <laughs> uh, and holds out her wand. As one royal to another, I couldn't leave you in your moment of plight. <laughs> Lila, I appreciate this so much. If you are ever in need, I will repay this tenfold. <laughs> there is nothing to repay, Prince Derek. Not if you and I, I mean, <laughs> never mind. We can talk of that later. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Derek, it's your turn. <laughs> Excellent. Um, what I, what's really good about this is in the background you of this whole scene, you do hear like <laughs> as like literally the two of us are like cat wrestling right now. I am I'm a cat grappling a cat and we are making those noises. <laughs> and I would also like to point out the decency. You're like right next to this happening. Like you're just right, like right there. <laughs> can I hear this overcomes? Because yes, so, you can I hear all, you can all hear this. it in the room. <laughs> Yelling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Derek goes from like hard eyes emoji um, to uh, bolstering his resolve. His heart is on fire and he like turns to face his enemy um, and he pulls out his hand cannon as he marches forward six spaces. Okay. Um, and since I didn't fire any weapons last round, um, I auto-loaded, but since I loaded, my Roland chamber goes off. So Ooh. I get to, um, on my first attack, if I hit, um, I get to add an additional 1d6 explosive damage, and they'll Ooh. have to make a hull save um, to not be knocked prone. So I'm going to fire at this um, uh, mine person. Yeah. Okay. My mine person. Um <laughs> Um, and since this is my first ranged attack on my turn, um, I get to use opening argument, which gives me one um, accuracy automatically with my hand cannon. Um, does a 15 hit? It does. A 15 does hit. Excellent. Um, this is going to be a barrage. I'm just going to go buck wild on this. 
Um, so that'll do four regular damage and two explosive damage. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so he has two armor. So that is... Does explosive damage ignore armor? I don't I think explosive does... ignores armor. Great. Then, uh, man, he, the cedar, uh, like, lands all of these blows. And you could tell, like, bits of its legs are starting to come off. Its mm-hmm. uh, neck is kind of clicking around. <laughs> it is definitely uh, seen better days. Excellent. Um, I My gunslinger die goes from five down to four. If I get that down to one, I get to do something cool. I don't know if I'll have that opportunity. Um, and then uh, with the rest of my barrage, I'm going to fire my other hand cannon at it. Oh, mm-hmm. also, sorry. With my Roland chamber, can it make a hull check for me or be knocked prone? Oh. Yeah, you bet. Oh, it got a nat 20. Okay. Okay. It it that will, he I think that will save it. Look, yeah. he is he's 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 boss tier. Sure, mm-hmm. he's add on boss tier, but he's boss tier. He's boss tier. <laughs> Ooh, I think my next attack misses um, with a two. Uh, you know that is so close. You tried so hard and you got <laughs> so far, but I have bad news because in the end it didn't even matter. Yeah. Um, and then I want to. Um, also on that mount is my nexus. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to fire that, um, it's a smart weapon. Um, so it will go after, uh, e-defense. Oh, okay. 18 against e-defense. That does hit. Awesome. And it's a 1d3 damage, but he has two armor, so this might not do anything. Nope. Got a one. Oh, oh, Derek. Uh, could you describe how Derek, how Derek's e, e attacks are not good? Yeah. Um, so I think the first, uh, the firing the the first hand cannon um, with the Roland chamber maybe has this like cool smoke effect, and mm-hmm. he's like, I've definitely knocked him down, and doesn't wait for like the smoke to clear to confirm this, and then like aims down with his hand cannon, fires, misses. And then, like, does the barrage of his smart missiles also misses. And then the smoke clears, and he's like, wait, why is he still up? Um, <laughs> uh, from the back, you can hear Princess Lila going, good job, Prince Derek. You're lulling him into a false sense of security using your <laughs> weakest weapons and worst techniques. <laughs> um, and with that, I want to um, overcharge. So I'll oh, take one ooh. heat. Okay, one heat. Um, and then I will, as a quick action, fire my Mjolnir, um, which is that, like, chest cannon I've been charging up this whole time. Ooh! So we'll see if it... I mean, I hope I don't miss. Um, so it has four rounds in it. Um, ooh! And if I fire four or more rounds at once, it, it gains armor piercing. Um, and on a hit, my target becomes shredded until the end of their next turn. Um, uh, so like, I'm so, well, I'm sorry, but with four times four, there might not be time. For that's okay. To be that's okay. That's what Derek would love. God damn it, too. Um, <laughs> that's so sad. Um, so I think the chest panel opens. This large cannon emerges from it, and it yes, like Prince spins, Derek. spins, this is spins. It. Finish him off. Fires. <laughs> And just like absolutely whiffs it. Maybe he turns a little, 
um, as he like hears Lila say this to him to encourage him <laughs> and just like whiffs it by three degrees. I would actually um, like to canonically say that the blast goes into this into this tram here. Love that. And just like it just kind of awkwardly tilts over like <laughs> crash. Oh no. <laughs> um Derek ashamed. Uh so the cannon then like goes back in and just awkwardly, <laughs> quietly, we hear this metal enclosure like close on his chest again. Uh Lila goes invisible. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be my turn. <laughs> okay, now if I'm correct, Derek is the last pilot on our pilot rounds. Now we're to we're to enemies. So, uh, first, this cedar, while uh, he may be messed up, he is still temporarily mighty. He is going to go ahead and uh, move backwards, and he is going to start with laying mines again. Uh, any free space within range three. Uh, so, I actually, I actually think I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to move him here. Any free space within range three, one, two. Uh, he is going to draw... I'm going to draw me yet another mine. Oh, he wants to put it so I can shoot it there next time. He's going <laughs> yeah, to put he's, it at the He's putting it where he I... thinks Derek might shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually perhaps a bit of a uh, a bit of a middle finger. Maybe, Derek, you could even <laughs> see what if it's like spindly spider legs kind of turns around and sort of does this. And you're like, is that the middle finger? I'm not sure, but it feels like it. And then uh, he spins around and he's going to go ahead and use once again his graph grenade launcher. And he is going to target dear old Derek. Going to go ahead and do a roll for that. Oh, and he's got a six attack bonus. So that's a 22. I'm sure that hits. Uh, Yeah, my (laughs) evasion's 13. Uh, Okay, so that's going to be four kinetic damage. And it's going to be knockback one. So you're going to be knocked back one space. Okay. Um, I but would you're like, not prone. It's just knockback. I would like to return fire. <gasps> Hell um, yeah. If a character hits me with a ranged attack, I may immediately attack them with a single ox ranged weapon if they are within range. Um, so I'm going to fire this Nexus missile. Hell yeah. Um, 11. That e hits. Defense. Yeah. Oh, E, def- oh, e defense? Oh. That does not hit. E defense. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Nope, that's okay. That's me. That's me. Uh, Alrighties. <laughs> um, the Sentinel over here is once again going to keep up its um, its bodyguard uh, protocol and is uh, in Overwatch mode still with bodyguard over here on Alpha 9000. Uh, it is going to go ahead and use... Yes, it's going to use Eye of Midnight as a quick action, which means it can Overwatch once a turn instead of once per round. So that means every single time uh, Alpha 9000 is attacked, it gets an attack on the attacker. Uh, and it's going to go ahead and uh, use its combat shotgun for its next uh, attack. And I think uh, it's going to go ahead and start... By moving back, and it's going to target Vera right here. No. We're going to go. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and see what he gets. Oh, okay. Wait, what is his bonus on that? He gets a 10. All right. He just hits Vera. So that the uh, shotgun is just going to hit her, her standard assault over here. And it is going to be for... Ooh, rough, rough stuff. That looks like 10 kinetic damage. So it jumps back and hits Vera 
full on with its main with its main shotgun and she is uh takes it right in in the the shoulder unit it just sort of knocks her shoulder askew with her gun on it uh she's still standing she's still good uh but she took a, a full full uh hit there right to the front um <laughs> uh Atway, you're of course right here watching watching her maybe she was always a frontline kind of gal were you always mm. in the back <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, he's always the range guy watching from the back. But I think he's, you know, he's a little concerned. It's been a while, right? Yeah. He says, Rita, are you okay? Of course I'm okay. And she shoots, like, her gun. Like, just sort of like she's warming up. She shoots it all into the wall up and down. <laughs> and a bit of it crumbles out. Just making sure it wasn't jammed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. Alrighties, that is going to be the end of the Sentinel's turn, and we are going to Alpha 9000, currently still grappling with uh, one of its uh, retractable samurai swords against uh, 18,000's claws. Uh, uh, Alpha 9000 is going to go ahead. We're grappled, right? We are grappled, yes. Hell yeah. This weapon side attacks every hostile character. Yeah, you know what? Alpha 9000 <laughs> looks you right in your eyes, Fish, and says, uh, you didn't come alone, and for that you will pay! And then out of the back of its head, it's like the white kind of hair, sort of similar to actually what you used to have, 18,000 in your back, splits, and a Ravager turret comes out of, of its head, and uh, the Ravager turret simultaneously attacks every hostile character within line of sight and range. And I believe that within line of sight is going to be uh, uh, 18,000, although I don't think it can attack you because it's arranged and we're grappling, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. So it's just going to be Vera and Atwe. I think, yeah, it's a, it's a 10. Oh, yes, go ahead. It will take difficulty for being engaged while trying to shoot at people who are afar. <gasps> Thank you. Yes, thank you, Todd. Oh, <laughs> it's the only and, thing and I can do. Because this weapon has plus one accuracy, that means that it's just going to get rid of the accuracy. But uh, don't worry, Todd did still save you bacon. <laughs> thank you very much, Todd. Alrighty, so we get a plus three attack bonus to this. Ooh, okay, it's a 14. That's going to hit Vera. Is it going to hit you, Atwe? It will. Oh, okay, that is going to be... Eight kinetic damage as the uh, turret cannons uh, go off and pepper both you and Vera. Ooh, with eight, with eight, Vera is down to her first structure. Oh wait, she has an armor. Never mind, she has two left. She has two left. She's good, but uh, you can see that her mech is taking quite a punishing blow right here. And Atwe, you're also going to take eight. Yes. Uh, okay, and that is going to be, uh, no wait, Alpha 9000 has one more thing to do. So Alpha 9000, while engaged, is now going to use her carbon fiber sword again to, to try and, uh, attack, uh, attack Fisher. Now, because of this engaged, she, she doesn't, uh, get a difficulty because she's attacking the person she's engaged with, right? I believe that's correct. Okay. Um, well, so, sorry, she's engaged, but she's also grappled. Um, right. So with grapple, sorry, let me read this. Um, both characters, so yeah, both characters become engaged. Neither character can boost or take reactions for the duration of the grapple. Uh, the smaller character becomes immobilized, but moves when the larger party moves, mirroring their movement, we're the same size. Uh, if yeah. both parties are the same size, either can, can make contested hull checks at the start of their turn, the winner counts as larger until the com- contest is repeated. 
Oh, wait, then we should have done that. Uh, I'll do that right now, actually. We can do that, yeah. Uh, oh, we're just doing, I just do a whole, do we both do hull checks and whoever gets the higher score is bigger? plus hull, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Great. Uh, that's <laughs> that's a four plus two, six. Uh, I got a 15, so woo! Ow. <laughs> So 18,000 is going to go ahead and I mean, sorry, Alpha 9000 is actually going to go ahead. And now that I know I can do this, thank you so much. It's going to go ahead and grapple 18,000 all the way up against this this toppled tram over here. Great. <laughs> um, sort of pushing back in their battle of swords and claws until 18,000 is going to be pinned right here against this tram where the Sentinel and uh, Vera are on top of here. And then she's going to go ahead and use her carbon fiber sword. And she gets plus one accuracy. Oh, okay. So she only got a uh, 14. Uh, 18,000. Does she beat a 14 or are you at 14 for your oh, sorry, That is against me. Um, I am a 14. Yes. And if it's at, then you, you win the combat, right? I don't remember. <laughs> I think if it's at, you hit. Oh, okay, great. If it's at, then 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 she's going to go ahead and you're going to take, uh, the slash is going to go right into uh, 18,000. It's getting into the neck part of, of the mech as you're pushed against this tram. You're going to take six kinetic damage. Fortunately, I do not take another structure damage quite yet. <laughs> I like to think that some of the sword like goes through the cockpit <laughs> in like um, a scary okay. way. Okay, and that is going to be the end of Alpha 9000's turn. Now, because Vera has a special, uh, she has the special veteran status, she actually goes first before any other character. Uh, so Vera is going to start, and uh, she's going to go ahead and start. Um, first, she's going to uh, activate Hunker Down. She gets that once per round, and she will gain resistance to all damage from, from attacks, which is great. We're going to go ahead and add that. Hell yeah. And then she's going to go ahead and, uh, <laughs> um, now I do think that's just her, I think hunker down is not even a quick action. I think that's a free action she gets. She gets to do hunker down and then she's going to go ahead and, uh, and whip out her heavy assault rifle as she's been wont to do, which is a reliable weapon. Uh, the gun that she was actually uh, peppering into the side wall there, she turns on the sentinel right here, and she's gonna go ahead and uh, and try to and try to pepper that in there. She gets a plus two bonus. Oh snap! But it's it is reliable, so it will sit hit. But she only got an eight. Let's see what's the sentinel's evade. Ah, oh, no, it's too high. It is going to hit though four because she's tier two. It's gonna hit for three damage. Not what she was hoping for, but there we go. Uh, still a peppering blow. and uh, But she's not done because she gets one more action. She's going to go ahead and move and uh, use one of her, one of her uh, favorite little tools, uh, the combat knife. She's just going to whip it out from the side, a giant hunting knife. <laughs> and uh, she's just going to go ahead and try to stab, uh, stab this sentinel right here and grapple with it because she's not afraid of no ghost. <laughs> oh, oh darn it oh my god she's not rolling great oh no maybe she's rattled i mean she did get her arm ripped off uh she only got a six so that is going to miss and uh they're gonna be they're gonna be grappled right now so i'm gonna have to do some pull checks for them later uh oh snap oh snap Atway, you're watching her kind of kind of um flounder over here <laughs> try not to be too cheesy yeah <laughs> shake it off shake it off you got it <laughs> <laughs> my ship uh all right we're back to the pilot's turns and we're going to start with eighteen thousand. yeah great um so i became impaired um well the last time i became impaired for some reason and i don't remember why 
Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think I I think I become unimpaired at the end of this turn. Is that right? No, you became. Uh, oh yes, at the end of uh, if you became impaired at the end of your last turn, then yes, you'll be unimpaired at the at the beginning of this turn. Oh, at yeah, the beginning the of this, this turn. turn. At the, okay, the end of this. So I'm still impaired. Okay. But fortunately, I also, uh, as a brawler, uh, gain plus one accuracy on all melee attacks against targets I am grappling. And uh, guess who I'm going to attack? Um, <laughs> that would be the person I'm grappling. So I'm going to um, going to barrage um, oh, yeah. with my war pike, my power knuckles, and uh, of course, also my segment knife, because that's what a barrage is for me. Um, all right. Um and so, yeah, I have one difficulty, minus one accuracy, so that's zero. Okay, my attack roll with my uh, war pike, that's my laser tail, is a 19. That will hit. All right, um, that is a hit. And then, oh my God, uh, that does four kinetic and five explosive damage. Stop. So I use one of my thermal charges. Ooh, so that's a total Hell of yeah. nine, right? That's nine damage, yes. Hell yeah, one second. So once again, she is a, a light melee type, so she doesn't have any armor. She's gonna take all of that. Ooh, ooh, what does that look like? What is it? What is it go going into her? The tail, right? I think it just stabs ooh. right through the center of this mech. Ooh, yes. Yeah. It actually Impale. tears away at a bit of the, you're impaled right through it, and it tears away enough of the of the center where the cockpit would be. It's just to the left of the cockpit. You missed by mere yards, but it tears enough of that away that you can see uh poking out, like a little head pokes out from the <laughs> from the the slit where the, the the metal is pulling apart, and tiny beady black eyes of a little cat is staring right at you. We are staring goes, directly <laughs> into each other's eyes, pupils completely dilated. Uh, because she did the same to my cockpit on her turn. Um, okay, great. What's your next move? All right. So I'm continuing this barrage with my power knuckles. That is, I believe, my front claws. Um, my attack roll for that is a 15. Oh, that misses. Oh, that All just misses. Right. That's a miss. Um, by the way, I did get a blade master die from hitting with my main melee weapon. Um, I also believe I get to do. Sorry, I just want to te- check what I can do with my blade master die. Sorry, guys. I just want to check what I can do with my Blade Master die. Said total non-weeb. I feel like there should be, there are like sketches that are like blank in real life. You know, like if this was with real people or something. I think there should be like a Yu-Gi-Oh in real life sketch where people spend most of the duel looking up the rules. <laughs> like They'll be like, I'm going to banish you to the Shadow Realm and you will release my grandfather's soul. But does anyone know, like, so if my card's in attack mode and I'm using... <laughs> <laughs> and I got this equipped. Is that like, does that precede your turn? <laughs> Thank you. I have found something that I'm going to do. Um, and it's, I'm going to instantly expand that blade master die. I got while hitting with my main melee weapon to uh, trip alpha 9,000. Um, as a quick action, I can choose an adjacent character and they must pass an agility save or fall prone. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do that save. Let's see. She got a nat one. I'm not right. effing with you. This motherfucker tripped. <laughs> so On she's prone. Ground. She's prone. She is prone. Um, what in prone? Does that give any difficulty? Am I being attacked? Uh, she's going to have to uh, spend her movement getting up uh, next turn. And I think that also if you're prone, uh, do you get, I think you get an advantage, right? On All your attacks attack? pl- uh, receive one accuracy. So yeah. would you mind terribly if I just roll a D six on that 15? 
and see if I get like more than a one. Okay, sure. But only because I'm a really nice, a crazy cat. <laughs> That's a one I got. It's, it's a it's, one! It's 16 hit. <laughs> um, well, oh, wait, that hits. Because oh, it's a okay. 16. It's a 16. <laughs> okay, great. 15 plus one is a 16. It hits. Okay. <laughs> That's a hit then. Um, I can't wait. believe it. Okay, let me do that again. Okay, that is three explosive damage. Oh, man. Okay. Man, you could just see, like, shards of this armor coming off and the the hissing from the cockpit, the cat hissing. Perhaps it's a hissing so loud you can even hear it in your mind. After all, is there a question of whether or not you and Alpha 9000 share a mind or perhaps competing for one? I feel like we are. And I think also because we are like in each like peeking into each other's cockpits, we both hiss and then there becomes awful feedback on each other's microphones. Oh, <laughs> it's like you're it's like you are yin and yang. <laughs> exactly. You, you are like sh- like Char and Amaro meant to be together and fight forever. But also you have so much in common. Char! <laughs> Amaro! <laughs> um, OK. And then with my segment knife, uh, that Beaches! is. <laughs> Um, and I did just get a crit with my segment knife and that's before the accuracy, which is a five. Hell yeah. Um, so there we go. That's a 24. Yeah. That hits. Five. Yeah. Okay. Hit. And that is four energy damage. Hell yeah. Um, let me tell you, uh, I rolled a D three and it's a two plus one. You can roll it again. Um, I, I rolled again with a real die and I got a one. Um, so that's another two damage. So six. Great. Well, uh, I have news. Alpha 9000, uh, as this, this, uh, describe your, la- your, your final attack and like where you, where you hit it and things like that. So I think it's the front, you know, basically tail, then trip mm-hmm. with the front claws, like grabbing the legs, mm-hmm. slamming to the ground and then with the back claws, essentially doing like a full uh, like kick, like a full like Ooh, getting up I'm... like on hand legs and kick. <laughs> well, with narrative permission, uh, I first of all need to make a quick roll. Okay. Uh, with narrative permission, that last kick, uh, eight, uh, Alpha 9000 is uh, knocked away from the grapple with 18,000 right here back into the stair unit over here, and she crumples against it as more bits of the outside pearlescent white armor start to come off. And in fact, uh, the snout, uh, that blast kick got right up there in the snout and it bent it so hard that it's now fallen off the face. And all that's left is this sort of uh, creepy Terminator-esque, like the androids that you guys recovered uh, from the dropship, just the, the wiring in that that blue sort of goo pumping and pumping throughout uh, this skull, this skull unit. Uh, I went ahead and rolled her structure damage because she is down one structure uh, and she got a two, which means she has system trauma. Part of her mech is torn off by the damage on a one, two, three, all the weapons on one mount are destroyed. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and see that uh, from this head, out topples that turret gun and it hits the floor. It's so heavy that the tile uh, from the tram station just comes up like dust from where it landed. Uh, the, the, the turret is now uh, not operational. All she has now is her carbon fiber sword that's gripped in her shaking uh, hand. <laughs> what was that you said about consequences? 
Oh, you'll feel them soon, fish. You all will. (laughs) (laughs) Are the rest of us just like turning off our comms or like taking the headphones off every time? This depends on how you feel about cat hisses. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think I think decency absolutely has like one full ear. Uh, like is wearing headphones and has one full ear off. Um, DC like, cannot handle the psychic the cat hissing. Um, <laughs> by the way, I think because I am allowed to do this, um, I have taken two heat from getting that overkill with my energy weapon. However, um, I am going to overcharge since I'm allowed to do that. Um, and oh, and so I knocked. She's knocked back, but uh, does that end the grapple? Uh, yes, it does end the grapple. Okay, it does end the grapple. That's okay, uh, because I'm going to close the distance um, with my uh, skirmisher <laughs> trait, because I turned my uh, my core on, my sort of glowing blue mech, essentially, yeah, lets me to uh, close four, di- move four spaces after hitting something. So uh, I move back right closing the distance. Uh, I incur one heat uh, for o- overcharging. And... Then I am going to attack her again uh, with my war pike. Um, and that attack roll is, <laughs> uh, it's a nine, folks. Oh, I'm sorry about that. You, you could say it really coolly, like went into the, um, uh, went into the stairs right behind now, like crumbling cement, and she just managed to dodge. <laughs> You're, fish, you don't understand. I'm inside your mind. As you're inside mine, I know everything you're about to do. I know nothing about what you are about to do. However, I will simply kill you. Well, uh, no, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) And sorry, is she she still prone to or did she get up? Yes. Okay, great. So I'm just standing Um, over her menacingly. (laughs) All right. Uh, I believe 18,000. Is that the end of your turn? It is. I, I can't. I mean, I guess I could move, but no, I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> all right Atwe, it's it's your turn it's your turn it's your time awesome so let's do my five movement um to the left toward uh alice uh one two three four five i think i can end up in front of her on the right yeah great and then you're right in line with sentinel awesome okay so from there let's first do a skirmish with my main ox mount, so my assault rifle and my nexus. So, and I get plus one on my ranged attacks because of my mech. So let's do here. It's a 14. Uh, that will hit. Yes. Okay, so then... Uh, let's see, 1d6 kinetic damage. That's a two. Oh, well, that's okay. He has only one armor, so he's going to go ahead right. and take one damage there, a little glancing blow. Vera's going to look over her shoulder and be and give a little shrug, <laughs> as if to <laughs> sort of egg you on. <laughs> and then since my nexus is on the same mount, I'm going to... Uh, continue the skirmish with that. Okay. And that one is a smart weapon, so it'll go against E-Defense. Great. Um, let's try that attack. Ooh, it's only an 11. 
Oh, that does not hit. Oh, wait, I do get, oh, since it's an ox weapon, I do get plus one accuracy because of oh, my yeah, gunslinger. Oh, uh, so 11, I got a two, so that's 13 total. It hits! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Ooh, that was close. <laughs> right? Uh, 1d3. Oh, man. <laughs> that's one damage. Um, that is okay. He, I, I believe that E damage doesn't... The, the armor doesn't affect E damage, so he's still going to take one damage. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, okay. And then I'm going to do a tech attack on the sentinel as well gonna mm -hmm. try to invade so let me roll 16 that hits awesome so awesome. i'm going to do um oh and let me double check i think with the invade action they automatically take two heat mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna use that mirage again um so targeting the sentinel and making Vera invisible to the <gasps> Sentinel until the end of the Sentinel's next turn. Ooh, hell yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, then, oh, sorry. No, go for it. Uh, go for it. I would also like to overcharge, because why not? We're here. It's what it's the thing to do. It's the thing to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll take that one heat, and then I'm going to go ahead and deploy a turret drone. I'd like to put it kind of halfway between the Sentinel and um, Peaches. Um, to, <laughs> That's to Elf 9000 to you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Yeah, it's where it kind of has line of sight to both of them. Okay, so that's deployed, and that's my turn. That's badass. Uh, ben, I'm sorry. I just realized I'm a bad GM, and I, I'm a hurtful person, because oh. the Sentinel has bodyguard on it, which means it should have gotten an attack on you because of Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to run really back quickly back and go ahead, and as 18,000 uh, is is attacking with his Warpike, the Sentinel is going to turn and uh, unleash their combat shotgun onto 18,000, and we're going to see what they get. They got an 18. That hits. And that is going to be 10 kinetic damage. Damn. <laughs> and can you remind me, when uh, when I take damage and lose a structure, do I continue taking damage after the structure loss? No, yes. I actually think... Oh, yes, oh, no? you do. No, I thought you didn't. I thought it went down to zero, and then you got to restart. No, I think you continue taking damage um, after you Great. Like, oh, recover okay. it. All right, here I go, losing... All right, I also get some system trauma here. We all have system um, trauma. That's why we oh seek gosh. out therapy. <laughs> all right. And uh, I all the uh, weapons on my flex mount are destroyed. So you just see as this shotgun blast hits me, like it just like all the glowing parts of the claws just like shatter away. <gasps> oh, that's so that's so awful, but also beautiful. Oh, man. OK, so the claws are gone now. Yes, and I am almost oh. dead. I have like six hit points and one structure okay. left, so. You bet. Okay. Uh, we are now going to, I believe, uh, it is Decency's turn. I think I know what I'm going to do, but let's see if this, let's see if I can do this. So I uh, want to move three hexes. Decency is very slow. <laughs> <laughs> I love the here, idea that here. this is just like, yeah. 
You slide your idea that Derek. <laughs> yeah, pounding the floor. But then they're going to um, actually boost. Oh my and gosh, then, decency is boosting. This I'm is a boosting. boss battle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but now I am going to activate. This is as close as I can get, buddy. Um, but I'm going to activate my fortress protocol so that if anyone needs to come and hide behind me, say a very hurt feline, <laughs> they can. Um, my mech, oh gosh, I'm not going to just... Well, I'll, I'll tell y'all what it is, but then I'll describe it. Basically, um, my mech becomes a fortified emplacement, um, sections of hardcover in a line. Um, so like on either side of me here, I think, facing towards um, the uh, towards Peaches, um, those become, uh, yeah, two sections of hardcover unfold from your mech drawn in any direction. These cover sections have immunity to all damage. Additionally, the following effects apply while active. I can't move. I'm immobilized. I benefit from hardcover, even in the open, and gain immunity to knockback prone and all involuntary movement um, when I brace I other stuff. But also, any character that gains hardcover um, from me or the sections also gains immunity to knockback prone and involuntary movement and gains the benefits of blast plating. Um, OMG. Yeah. So it's just like big, big boy powers. Right. And I think, <laughs> I think what it looks like is all of those, um, all of those painted kind of, um, boxes that it looks like decency had basically painted maybe even like absentmindedly on, um, the ever given are actually end up being sections of this fortified emplacement. And, um, I think, the ever given like roots there's even like a little bit of a stance building where it like roots its feet in the ground and then um those sections start um like collapsing out like like all the, all the way across um coming out from the ever given's um back and sides uh so it still has like this big, you know, can the cannon turret like on its shoulder and it still has a uh, free range of like, I want to say it has like free range of one arm, um, but the other one also becomes a part of like, you know, the fortified in um, whatever it's called. What's words? Emplacement. Um, <laughs> becomes part of the little side bits. Uh, and it just... I think as it ends, it lands hard in the ground and you see like all that dust come up in that really satisfying way that happens in like martial arts movies um, when people <laughs> kick. It's like just dust like up in the air. Um, so I did that. <laughs> That's something I did. Now I'm going to do some other things. Um, I... And I don't think that decency feels the need to like explain what's happening. I'm sure this has happened before in like a tough spot. Um, so I think they feel confident that people will um, Get know what to invite. do if they need it. Yeah. Maybe they even say like over the comms as they hit the button or maybe actually, maybe it's a voice in the mech that comes out over the comms. That's just like fortress enabled. <laughs> um, and when, I'd like to believe that whenever that fortress is enabled, it means that things have gone to shit. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> means that things have gone to shit. It only ever comes out when things have gone to shit. 
Um, or when Tristan is like, it's our last fight. I want to use every single cool thing I have that I haven't used yet. Valid. Valid. <laughs> um, okay. So now um, I am going to check some distance. Perfect. Um, I am throwing a frag grenade really right in between. Um, well, I guess why I'm saying that is if I throw a frag grenade here and it explodes, would it explode this mine or is that mine yeah. completely unaffected? No, the mine would blow up. Beautiful. I want to throw it right here. You um, bet. Yeah. All characters within a blast one area must pass an agility save or take 1d6 explosive. Uh, the mine cannot roll. It is going to be destroyed automatically because it cannot move. But <laughs> go ahead and roll for this. Roll for, I have to do an agility save for the yes. for the cedar. Mm -hmm. And so do I, right? Uh, no, eight, it's only one blast radius. Oh, okay, only okay. one, yeah. So you're not close enough because mm -hmm. uh, we're doing it right there. All right, that is a four. That is a failure. Great. So it takes 1d6 explosive damage. Uh, it's a two. Oh, uh, well. Oh, oh, it has two armor. Crap. Damn. That's fine. Um, I still destroyed that mine. I feel okay about that. Um, and then I was going to overcharge anyway, so I, I'll just mark an overcharge. and w Once again, it's in vogue. Overcharge. Yeah, why not? What night? Is there anything special I, I have not used overcharge yet? Is there anything special I need to know? Um, you take one heat. Just the perfect. And then it scales up the more times you overcharge in a fight. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to use my heavy machine gun, which has done me a lot of good. <laughs> <laughs> this, this city fight. Um, and I think I am going to uh, actually attack... Um, peaches because um, I have a concern. The disrespect. Her name is Alpha 9000. I'm so sorry. I keep, you know, no, it's, it's funny because is better. Peaches I keep better. saying peaches because I don't want to say the wrong, the wrong number. I keep telling myself that I well, what misremember is the number. 18,000? <laughs> so I keep saying peaches as what if that's more George's respectful. What is national fruit? <laughs> Um, go okay. ahead okay do your roll to attack peaches um, yeah 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 okay uh skirmish oh, and she is currently prone so i think that you get one accuracy okay great uh so i rolled a 15 and then the accuracy was a four uh well that hits <laughs> sick okay um this is my evil damage roll uh it's the 2d6 plus four which i'm gonna do in roll 20 because save myself some math it hits for nine damage oh my god <laughs> and that's kinetic if that matters uh, it, thank you for letting me know but whoa okay that nine gun. that means we're down to there oh my goodness uh decency you want to describe how your machine gun uh peaches is still standing but it does it does rip quite through so i want to describe how this machine gun pops out and does business yeah um <laughs> i think it like has stayed on um the ever given shoulder ever since we i used it earlier um so it's just on the right shoulder that has become part of this and you know uh deployed uh wall and um one shot comes out uh and follow it like in slow motion as it hits i don't know you know some 
gritty part of her mech and little sparks fly. And then uh, just like a series of other um, bullets come out and and follow it. And the camera stays uh, stays on her mech as those pummel through. Absolutely. It's just getting like riddled with bullet holes until it's all sort of smoking. And that blue... Um- that blue goo that seems to be what's pulsing energy through the mech is just spraying everywhere like blood in a samurai movie, you know, just like (laughs) all over. And in fact, a lot of the blood is, I think, going to get on 18,000's mech. Just be, I don't know. Do you think, Ben, do you think it's like all over the face of the mech? Yeah, yeah, that's extremely cool. (laughs) Um, Okay, decency. Uh, Do you want to do anything else for your turn? No, that is that is all I got. Um, blue suits you, eighteen thousand. Have you considered dyeing your fur? <laughs> Can I? Um, I'd love to use my turret drone reaction at this point. Yes! So whenever an allied character within ten of the drone successfully attacks, uh, then the turret drone will deal. Oh, I don't even have to roll. It's going to deal three kinetic damage to their target. So oh, that is sick. Oh, <laughs> my 9, God. Hell yeah. So just as uh, the blue is done spraying all over 18,000 and Peach is about to turn with great fury towards decency in the back and more blue gets all over 18,000. Um. Okay, Derek, it is it's your turn. Ooh, it's getting it's getting it's getting teal and bloody out there. Yeah. Um, so I used all of my loaded weapons, so I'm gonna stabilize. Um, I cool my mech, so he like reaches up for a lever, vents the the heated up mech, um, and then reloads all weapons. That's a full action. Um then I now that everything's loaded. He's going to um, overcharge for 1d3 heat, Ooh, which is two heat now. Oopsies. Well, that's the second best option. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's going to move um, three spaces toward the cedar um, okay. and pull out his, is it a plasma blade? Yeah. Yeah. Just face to face. Um, oh, yeah. his charged blade and he will skirmish with that. Um, so that's a D20 plus two. Jesus, fuck. Five. I imagine that, it doesn't that hit. does not hit. Nope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he misses. Love that. Uh, and he cries a little. Um, and... I would like to use a full action to cry. I would love to use a full action to ball. Um, he like swipes um, and then and it's not reliable. No. Yeah. And then that's his turn. He ends his turn. Uh, all righties. So um, we uh, you are all surveying the battlefield as is uh, when suddenly uh, you guys see on all of your all of your comm systems or all of your whatever screen you have um, in your mech, uh, uh, some some interesting text is coming in. Uh, it's saying uh, something along the lines of uh, all systems into overdrive. Would you like to use overdrive? Would you like to use overdrive courtesy of 
Agate Witch. Uh, Lila, who is still invisible at this point, is using voice of authority. An allied character, if an allied character fails an attack check or save, you can re-roll it once a round. Uh, that is only one character can use it, though. So basically, you guys can negotiate who wants to use this, but that is just a free action she gets every round. Basically, all of y'all get to re-roll. The team gets to re-roll one, one roll. Um, next, she is going to go ahead and use uh, pain transference. Uh, you know, Lila is, of course, very attached to Prince Derek, um, but it seems as though Prince Derek's knight, uh, specifically the cat knight, seems to be in a lot of danger. Now, he is doing as a royal retainer should, which is putting his <laughs> life on the line for his leech. <laughs> but at the same time, Lila knows that good leech, that good uh, help is hard to come by, and therefore... <laughs> um, not to mention, <laughs> Prince Derek seems to be kind of uh, flummoxed right now, <laughs> seems to be sort of having a lot of issues. Maybe it's performance anxiety. She's thinking about that. Uh, she's, she is going to go ahead and use pain transference. Um, uh, she is going to uh, go ahead and use that against... It's going to be charged. We need to recharge five for that. It is a quick attack. She gets a four attack bonus on that. Uh, the witch is going to make a tech attack against a character within sensors on a success anytime the target gains heat until the end of the witch's next turn. All of their allied characters within range five also gain the same amount of heat. So she is going to go ahead and roll that. Ooh, okay. That is a 16, which I believe, let me check. I believe that is going to, that is going to hit alpha 9,000. Hell yeah. All nice. right. So, uh, Alpha 9000 suddenly twitches as uh, her tech attack is successful, and that is going to go ahead and be... All right, basically, it's just good. There's no damage to it. It's just going to make sure that everyone takes the same amount of heat that the uh, that Alpha 9000 will. And then she's, um, she's going to go ahead and... Um... Or wait, no, I realized, oh, I just realized because she's an allied character, I have to roll for her damage the way you guys roll for her damage. It's not just NPC damage. So mm. I have, to, I, this does hit and I do have to roll for it. Uh, and that is going to go ahead and be five damage. What? Queen. <laughs> Queen Lila. All right, Alpha 9000 is through its sensors going to be taking another five damage. Uh, Lila is going to go ahead and for her last move on her turn... Um, is going to be, go ahead and, she already did a quick tech. All of her attacks are quick techs, but she could do two, you could do two quick techs in a round, right? Like you can mm -hmm. do, yeah, great. Okay, she's going to go ahead and use predatory logic. She also gets a plus four attack bonus and she's going to be targeting the sentinel. Awesome. And she went ahead and got another 16 for that, which is going to hit. Uh, the witch makes a tech attack against a character within sensors on a success. The target immediately and as a reaction uses a weapon chosen by the witch to attack a character within range. So Lila basically is going to hack the Sentinels, the Sentinels uh, systems, and uh, she's going to make it attack the Cedar over here. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and do a quick little attack for him. He gets a plus three. Oh, that hits for sure. Uh, so, uh, Derek, I'm going to give you the honor here. Would you like to describe how suddenly the Sentinel just turns around and ends the Cedar's life <laughs> in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for Derek, uh, with a lot of wishful thinking, um, he had just <laughs> swiped with his blade 
Um, and I think he tried to do that cool guy anime thing where you like swipe and look away. Um, and he's been like waiting for the cedar to be cut in half. And when it does, he's just like nailed it. And like, yeah, I think I think that's what Derek does in this moment. Um, that's, that's beautiful. Um, because even though it was riddled with bullets and not cut in half, (laughs) you know, Derek's not big, not big on, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not big on details, just not big on details. Who needs it? Who needs it? Um, where is, where is she right here? I've got my witch somewhere here because, uh, just as you're doing that, you go, you go, um, uh, nice. Um, uh, Lila pops up right next to you. And we're going to go ahead. This cedar is destroyed, dead and gone. Uh, Lila pops up right next to you. I think he opens comms and he's like, did you see that? <laughs> yes, I, I I did. I I took control of the Sentinel systems. What? Oh. Oh, yeah, did that you, makes did, sense. Did you, did you think that you did that? No. What? No. No. Did you think that you... And then he, like, you, sheathes his laser sword. <laughs> Where who who taught you the way of the blade? Did you go to a royal academy? Launchpad McQuack. Launch what? Launch what now? Launch who? Uh, my my mentor his, his he taught me the ways of the blade. His name is Launchpad McQuack. Was he a knight of the realm or? And all this is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unless I'm so sorry, Todd. Do you want to keep going? No, I feel fine. No. I feel fine. <laughs> I could listen. I could genuinely listen to this for hours. Just so. <laughs> um. All right. So the next up is going to be the Sentinel, who is once again going to activate bodyguard. Now the Sentinel cannot see Vera, so the Sentinel now shrouded in in some some weird things things with their invisibility. They are going to go ahead and instead attack Derek right there, who's within the line of sight. We are going to go ahead and do a roll there with a plus three bonus. Oh, he got a nat twenty. It's a crit. Yep, hit me. But, <laughs> but I actually uh, for NPCs, I don't know if do do I get to. I don't think I crits matter for NPCs unless they're a boss. Actually. Am I wrong about that? I don't think they get a crit on theirs. I don't know. Actually, um, okay. I think you normally just like, it's like advantage, but with damage. And so oh, if you want to hit me hard, you can hit me hard. Hell yeah. <laughs> hit me, baby. I'm into it. Yeah. So that's going to be 10 plus four. That's going to be 14 Jesus. kinetic damage. So Derek, as he's trying to explain like that Launchpad McQuack is maybe a Knight of the Realm-ish, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a giant blast to your back. <laughs> oh no. Um, okay, so I have one armor, but that's gonna take me all the way down through a structure. Um, so roll a d6. Three. System trauma. Parts of my mech are torn off by the damage. Six. Systems. <gasps> um, okay, so I will destroy that. Um, and great. Uh, and then I take an additional, I was at eight, he did 14, but I have one armor, so he did 13, which means five. Great. Todd can do math. Everything's fine. Everything's great. Everything's great. 
Uh, um, cool. Okay, and it still has it still has one more turn. Oh wait. Um, yeah. Mm, mm. 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 I'm gonna no, return fire. I'm gonna return oh, fire. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I did not. I apologize. Shot me in the back, and I'm gonna <laughs> turn around, and hopefully, cool guy, return fire. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to fire with my hand cannon. Seventeen plus two is a nineteen. That hits. How about that? Um, mm-hmm. And this is my first time firing with a loading weapon after I recently reloaded it. So that is a Roland chamber. Um, so it's going to do four regular damage and then four explosive damage. Because F this bad Larry. <laughs> that's a total of 10 damage. Uh, that's a total of um, eight. Eight damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus one for the armor. So that's going to be a total of nine. Seven. Let me see here. Uh, seven. Oh my god. Eight minus one is seven. Seven damage. Okay, we're down to there. Excellent. Oh, uh, that was pretty cool, guy. Do you wanna do you wanna say something to <laughs> I think um he like fires without turning. Uh, and is like, I'll protect you. <laughs> and then like does a cool spin with his gun and holsters it again. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that after you hit the sentinel, the sentinel is gonna jump down here. <laughs> And he is going to use his retractable sword. Uh, oh, no. And he's going to just try to, as you're not facing away, once again, stab you in the back because <laughs> now it's personal. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, and he got a 16 plus three. That's a, that's a oh, yeah, plus that six. Hits. That's a 22. Yeah. 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 That hits. <laughs> so, uh, Derek, that retractable sword goes right through you for eight kinetic damage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> Love that. Uh, Love that journey for me. Cool. Um, So I think as he does this cool guy pose um, and takes another structure damage. um, Oh, no. Yeah, that just cuts straight through his structure. Oh, no. Um, You know, emergency power kicks on. Lights are flashing. Uh, I rolled a five on my first one. And then. Did you just lose two structure in one turn? Yep. Uh, rolled five on the second. That's great. Oh, it's a glancing blow. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I think um, you're emergency k- systems kick in, and I stabilize my mech. However, I'm impaired until the end of my next turn. Cool. Okay. No big deal. <laughs> so it no stabs you, and you're like trying really hard not to f up. So. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I'm gonna protect you so hard. Vera in the ba- in the background right here. Vera is just shaking her head like kids these days. Uh, speaking of Vera, I believe no, it's Alpha Nine Thousand's turn. All right, Alpha Nine Thousand is going to use one of is going to use her movement to stand up. Uh, she is is still. I think she's close enough to to nineteen thousand. I mean eighteen thousand here to be still engaged with eighteen thousand. I think it's going to be hard for her to get to get away. So I think she's going to go ahead and uh, uh, use her carbon fiber sword for her first melee attack here. Um, All right. I could die right here. Oh, no. Oh, God. I could. Remember that you do have Lila's power if you want to uh, if you want to reroll any roll. OK, that's a good point. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead. We're going to do this plus six bonus. She got a 15. Oh, plus <sighs> one accuracy. Sorry. Uh, it hits me anyway. Oh, OK. She got a well, she got a. Uh, 
17. Yeah, this this very much hits me. All right, it's going to be six damage. (sighs) Uh, I'm dead. (laughs) You're dead? I'm dead. You're not (gasps) dead. You're not dead. Your mech might be destroyed. I'm dead. Yeah, my mech is destroyed. It's so much harder to hit a cat. It's going to be fine. Oh, Ben, you have to to describe how this blade goes through you. You have to do it. Um, So can can you just remind me before I do this, like what happens to me? Am I, I explode in this thing, yeah? No, um, unless you, I know you don't want to. So on the last structure damage, I believe, when you have no structure, right? Not No left? I have zero structure now. You have zero structure. The the mech is uh, destroyed. Yes. Um, so pilots that do not eject remain in the wreckage of their mech, which is counted as an object that grants hard cover. So basically, okay. no, it does not explode yet. Great. So, yeah, no, I think the it's been glowing blue and whirring. And so I think it just sort of like as she what weapon is it was just this carbon fiber sword. Yeah, it's her samurai sword. Yeah. I mean, I think does she does she behead me and then just the, the lights go. <gasps> Ooh, love that. So uh, Alpha 9000 uh, gets to her feet shakily. And she uh, pulls the sword back. It, it, there's no sort of finesse in this style, but she swings it. And maybe it's just that uh, you're too weak to try a dodge or, or you try, but it's too late. And the blade severs 18,000's head and the whole cat's head just flies off and sort of cathunks onto the ground. And, and Alice yells out, fish, fish eject now. How tense. Um, okay. I, mean, I, can't, I can't eject until my turn, so I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alpha 9000 looks down at the now destroyed mech, and she can't quite. Can she see fish within it? Can she see fish the cat? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the cockpit is probably like right in the chest. So, yeah, like this this area that's already been a little pried open. Like, yes, head sliced off, just like head, head sliced off. And then you see, like, you know, the neck inside the neck is another neck, and then inside the neck is <laughs> is fish. So Peaches, the cat, steps out from the cockpit. It's sort of like Kurth Little's open a little bit, even though it's it too is ravelly now and it's covered in that blue goo. And Peaches' white and brown fur is actually matted with all of that blue goo that's still dripping off of the mech. And her little head still has that helmet that has all the cords attached back to Dr. Russell's body the robot that is now laying prone and beat up within this mech. And she uh, sits on top with her little paws right there on her, on like uh, hunched up against her haunches. And her tail is sort of, uh, uh, tell me cat expert, Ben Ferber, what's a good uh, sign of joy from a cat? <laughs> um, it's straight up and vibrating. Uh, she is straight up and vibrating as she looks down at you into your little beady eyes. <laughs> Do you see now the difference between us, Fish? The difference in ability? Yes, your mech was slightly hardier than mine. And someone no. else was shooting at me while I was killing you. <laughs> no. If this were a one-on-one, I would have won. Stop, stop it. No, you wouldn't have. No. <laughs> I have something you never could, Fish. I have ambition, desire. That is why I won. Not because I have a better mech, even though it, it is great and I built it. But Do you it's not see how outnumbered you are? She looks up and sees all the other mechs that are now against her. It matters not. I, I, I have the ability to defeat you all, to kill you all, and it shouldn't matter anyway. My real opponents, and she's going to use her turn to jump up here. 
right next to Alice. The real object of my ire is here. Wait, I have a question. Yes, yes, yes. So she used uh, she used her movement mm-hmm. to get up. So she's going to boost for her last action. Ah, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Because unfortunately, villain monologuing is not an action in the game or it's a free action. Uh, I looked it up on the Reddit and villain monologuing is a free action. So she's going to boost right there and she's going to be uh, facing off with Otway. Now, Otway, you did uh, do that cover here. So she is going to have a little bit of trouble seeing everyone here. But she's now basically, uh, I'm going to put her actually over here. She's facing off against you. Uh, okay, and that is actually the end of Alpha 9000's turn. She has made her next target known. and It is Dr. Alice Sabri, currently uh, completely defenseless, except for Otway. Um, Alrighty, so Vera is going to be our next. She's going to go next. And uh, she is going to go ahead and she's going to use her heavy assault rifle. And she's going to target 18,000 once again it is or sorry alpha 9000 i was about to say oh. yeah i'm dead i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> do it do it Kill oh me. crap oh my god she got a three vera you need to roll better but it is reliable so no matter what it is taking alpha 9000 takes three damage Ooh, alpha 9000 is not looking good here and vera is then going to be a knight in shining mech for her for her man here, and also, I guess, for all these innocent people. And she is going to jump in between them and pull out her combat knife. Otway, get back. And she is going to go ahead and attack. She gets a plus two. (gasps) She did it! She got a good roll! She got a 16! (laughs) And she is going to do... Mom, 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 Oh my goodness. All righties. And she is going to go ahead and do six damage... All right. Ooh. Ooh, that knife goes in deep. Goes in deep to Alpha 9000. And Peaches, who's still piloting it through her head, but stayed outside and is glaring down at, at, at Alice Sabri. Ah, Vera, out of my way. You've now seen how superior I am. You should have chosen <laughs> me from the beginning. Meow. <laughs> and uh, Alpha 9000 is not looking good, guys. So unfortunately, uh, Fish, it is your turn. 18,000, it's your turn, but your mech doesn't work. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, well, okay, let me uh, let me go to my mech and see uh, what I can do. Um, yeah, the only things I can do are uh, leave this mech. <laughs> 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 um, as a... Okay, how many... Uh, how far can I walk as a person? Oh, what's my as speed? a human, ooh, yeah. your move is. Uh, what's your speed, Ben? What's your max speed? Um, yeah, it's six. Six. I'm gonna go ahead and say that you can move three, just for for that expediency. Seems great. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is also not quite enough to get into decency's uh, bunker, right? <laughs> not quite, but close. Yeah, I'm going to keep this hard cover, I think, um, because because yeah, Tristan, what's the what's the bunkers cover? Like, does it provide more cover than me staying in here? Uh, yeah, I mean, it it provides like a lot of immunity to um, 
things and uh, you gain the benefits of blast plating, which is resistance to damage, burn and heat from blast burst lining cone attacks. I uh, got it. Yeah, um, I guess the problem is uh, I'm either walking towards something that can shoot me and kill me like within four spaces uh, and I do have to be exposed for a turn. So yeah, no, I think I think 18,000 is out of options here. Um, can't run towards... Oh, the wait, that's the yellow is Atwe's drone, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could theoretically jump on the drone. <laughs> Do it! Do I don't it, know if that's coward. allowed. Do it, you coward. Is it allowed? Um, Atwe, what do you what do you think about your drones? Your turret drones? Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a little little crab machine out there. Uh, totally mountable for sure. Yeah, great. So I think I am indeed going to dismount <laughs> um, as a free action. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to run three spaces over to that drone and hop onto it <laughs> <laughs> and try to pilot um, it. <laughs> uh, Alice can just vaguely peek between Vera and, and uh, Alpha 9000 here and sees fish Cat, only fish the cat jumping onto this this turret fish what are you doing my mech is destroyed i need another vehicle to save you <laughs> fish d no it's too dangerous yes that is my job wait julia's very moved okay um that is i guess that's eighteen thousand's turn yeah uh we're moving on to watchway it's your turn Okay, uh, I have a protocol where I can move my turret drone. So, uh, 18,000, where do you want to be? I think you know where I want to be. <laughs> yes, then absolutely. I'm going to shepherd that drone. Uh, like, <laughs> do you want to like, climb on Alpha 9000's back? What are, what are we What are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, I I think that's the idea is like if I can basically, you know, distract or grapple her as much as possible with whatever this thing can do uh, to buy some time, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I have to be useful. Yeah, so so Atway, the the drone moves, and what what do you think? Uh, uh, eighteen thousand. Do you like grip on with your little paws? <laughs> I think yeah. So this this like eighteen thousand in the hard suit is basically just like grabbed onto this thing, at, like like whoa, whoa in the neck, like <laughs> basically just trying to steer this thing as much as possible. <laughs> and uh, it it lands, I guess, right right on the back of Alpha Nine Thousand, <laughs> to which she sort of starts to like try to swat it with her sword. Ah, fish! Haven't I finished with you already? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty to the point. All right, Atway, what's next for you? Oh, this is just amazing! A cat in a mech mounted by a crab drone that is mounted by another cat. That's <laughs> just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to start with a skirmish. So I'm going to use... Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm going to use my Veil rifle, and hopefully I 
roll well. Um, so this attacks uh, or shoots in a line, so a line of 10. It's the weapon that does not attack allied characters caught in the area of effect. Instead, it gives them soft cover. Oh. Um, so I'm going to shoot that straight ahead through uh, Vera, Alpha 9000, and Fish. Great. So hopefully. Oh, and it's accurate. Okay, so I get accuracy. I get plus one on attack rolls with ranged weapons. This better work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 26 is my total <gasps> roll holy shit uh, yeah. yes okay that hits alright so then damage it's not as much as I'd like but it's okay Um, so that is 1d3 plus 1 I rolled a 5 so that's uh, sorry because I was doing a 6 so that's a 3 plus 1 so 4 um, for damage. Um, Atway, you said this is a this is a veil rifle, and how does yes. it? How do you think it goes through the allied characters to give them soft cover? Is it like an E attack or? Um, yeah, it's not technically a smart weapon. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a really good question. You think it's though. just like you can con- you can control it enough to be like hit that and not that? Yeah, maybe whenever it's uh, it's like charging up, I type in a little program real quick to specify um, what action it's going to take for each each thing it interacts with. Great, because I, I just want you to have some clarity because I would like you to tell me how you'd like to do this. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I like to think that the Veil Rifle pops up from the center, uh, swiveling center of the crab mech, the Upia, and it's charging up uh, Atwe types in in his thing real quick um says hold on vera and fish it's time (laughs) (laughs) and we see it charge up there's energy all through it and uh as it goes around vera it kind of shimmers you see kind of sparkling (gasps) around her and then on the other side of her it concentrates again into like a laser beam shoots right through uh and then shimmers around fish and my drone again before shooting off into the distance. Uh, Alpha 9000's mech, that blast goes right through her stomach, just above where Peaches was. And Peaches, in fact, the the blow is so hard that actually, and that combined with all of the uh, Warpike skirmishes to her her middle from Fish, the mech actually splits apart in two at where the waist would be. And Peaches jumps for her life, and the um, the tubes from her helmet snap off, and the the teal sort of goo uh, trails off in a shimmering. Um, it, it, the second it hits the air, this particular goo turns to dust, and the shimmering dust goes all over this veil, and uh, all of you are are enveloped in this this particular dust. And Peaches lands. We're gonna go ahead and uh, Peaches lands on top of the turned tram, now no longer attached to her mech or to Dr. Bertrand Russell, as you knew him. The sentinel over here collapses immediately to the ground. It seems as though uh, it was also being uh, psychically controlled uh, by Peach's device. And it also just crumbles to its knees and falls uh, at Derek. (laughs) Maybe Derek will try to pretend he did that, too. Derek fully starts doing, like, the Final Fantasy arm pump. (laughs) Victory music playing in his head. 
Lila's just sort of staring silently. <laughs> um, Peaches is there and she looks uh, up at Fish um, now in their hard suit or in his hard suit on top of his drone. And now Peaches cannot be understood by most of the pilots because now Peaches has no uh, external way to interpret her, her cat sounds. But Fish, somehow you, you can hear her perfectly within your own head. This is not the last time we will meet, Fish. They say our kind have nine lives. We'll see whose runs out first. It will be yours. Stop, just stop saying that you're going to kill me. It's, it's, say something else. No. <laughs> do, do it. <laughs> do, come up with something else right now. It's not fair. No. Oh, I'm, I'm, and she just turns around and she um, scampers and scampers and scampers. And um, <laughs> so <laughs> as she scampers past the mine, it goes off and she sort of lets out a cat squeal <laughs> and keeps going and going and going. And uh, she's actually she's pretty fast. I don't think anyone's going to be able to catch her uh, as she gets out over here and seems to scamper out through some sort of dark, dark corner. Does anyone want to take a pot shot at Peaches? <laughs> I think Derek like levels his weapon and then is like, I'm not going to shoot a cat. <laughs> Peaches is part of my brain. You have my permission to kill Peaches. By the time uh, you all finish battling Alpha 9000 and uh, her um, compatriots, uh, the sun has risen. It is dawn in Belena. All the other assault mechs that were deployed throughout the city have followed uh, the Sentinels' uh, lead and collapsed to their knees. As you realize, they were all being piloted by those uh, wiry android servants of Peaches. Perhaps she had found some way to build a neural network to make them kind of drone-like soldiers that could pilot these throughout Belena and cause generic havoc. The warriors of the Agate Cross did a uh, valiant job of protecting the public, as did local heroes like Roscoe and Roscoe II and Roscoe III and Roscoe IV. <laughs> It is uh, thought, actually, that there are going to be very few, if any, casualties, perhaps some wounded throughout the city. Uh, but uh, as, as per usual, Belena is used to danger and can weather the storm, uh, especially with friends and heroes coming to save the day. It is uh, morning uh, next when we check in with our intrepid lancers. Uh, Derek, you in particular are taking the morning uh, to walk Princess Lila down the streets of Belena uh, towards uh, where the uh, ship that brought the Warriors of the Agate Cross, the, the scientists' other transport ship, uh, they've recovered both now from, from Hagar, that's uh, set to take them back this morning. Uh, you're walking alongside each other in, in, in silence initially, a sort of tense awkwardness. Um, I think I hand her a bubble tea that we for sure got at Roscoe's earlier, but I deploy in this moment to try to break the ice and say, this this is um, a delicacy here. Oh, um, are these small creatures here at the bottom? They're, they're meant to represent small creatures, <laughs> um, much like Roe, um, as a delicacy, but it, it, they're not fish eggs. Because um, oh. that would be weird in your tea. But yeah, um, Belena oh, uh, really, yeah. I, I see. 
Um, we have a similar beverage, but all of these uh, small beads are in fact um, um, the second most intelligent life form on the planet Hagar. We put them in our beverages in order to assert our dominance. Uh, he just fully like sucks on that straw for a second, unsure what to say back to her. And then goes, hmm. Um, I've been meaning to ask your highness. I-, I would hate to presume anything. But a lot of things here in Belena don't seem to um, point to a typical monarchy. For instance, we've been walking down this street for a while, and at the coffee shop this morning, they made you pay. That isn't usual for royalty. Yes. Well, I like I like to uh, blend in among my subjects in order to better understand the, the needs of the people. Oh, so nobody here in Belena knows what you look like. That's why we're not being stopped regularly on the street uh, or people aren't falling to their knees. Yeah, this, um, you know, mask array is actually really useful um, for protecting my princely identity when I oh, walk amongst I the I realize masses. now I've never seen you without your mask. Well, I'm sure that could be arranged, but I wouldn't want to cause uh, a panic here downtown in Belena when everyone recognized that I'm the Prince of Belena. He says, like, kind of quietly, hoping no one around him will hear. <laughs> I understand. I uh, have heard of such systems where the air must be protected, uh, lest those who would challenge your right to the throne would assassinate you immediately. Uh, Not that I'm suggesting you're afraid of assassins. Not at all. Oh, no. No. In fact, uh, Launchpad McQuack made it very clear that I should sometimes try to assassinate the assassins myself. Oh, my goodness. Try to to get the old... uh, (laughs) Once over on them, you know? Oh, you need to stick it to the haters. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I heard that on the ship coming over from one of the scientists. I think it's a delightful phrase. Anyway, when will you be heading back to Hagar? Uh, Unfortunately, I need it back immediately. We take off in just a few minutes. Well, I'll be sure to... I still need to broker that piece with you, with, with the scientists, I think... Oh, well, our relationship has already improved vastly, considering they gave us a ride here to Belena in your time of need. Uh, We should have given them more of a chance, but I think from now on, our our relationship is going to be one of uh, peace and goodwill. That is, unless they cross us, then they will be destroyed without mercy. Well, if that happens and you need help, though I, I know you don't need my help, I would be honored to assist in any way I can. Uh, Frankly, um, you probably shouldn't be uh, seen out here with me any longer. I think some of the locals know of my status, and if they see us talking so openly, they may suspect something. Well, perhaps they should suspect. And perhaps I should work on my sword fighting skills. Yes, you're terrible. But I, I understand that perhaps the knights of this realm don't use swords as often. Well, this I, launchpad McQuack, is he perhaps a, a user of, of guns? Uh, of revolvers, maybe? Well, yes, but 
more, I meant, and then I think he like tries to get close to her. Maybe, maybe cherry blossom petals go by. <laughs> um, and he says, I thought the custom on Hagar was if I wanted to win your hand, I would have to best you in a duel. Um, she blushes real pink. Uh, and then, um, uh, could you do me, what, what are your triggers again? Do you Ooh. have any that are, do you have any that are good for, for fighting? For flirting? For fighting. No, for fighting. The other one, the other F. Um, <laughs> act unseen or unheard, hack or fix, leader inspire, take control is maybe the best thing I have for fighting, but I don't okay, know yeah, that I it's don't really... Think so. so could you great. just roll me a, a it d20, please? It says use please? force or violence to direct uh, action. Right. Uh, but there's no, like, de- inherent defense there, I don't think. I mean, oh, is she just trying to, like, suplex me? Or can I try to hip-toss maybe, her? Maybe. Yeah. I'd say you give me a d20 roll and we find out. Okay. <laughs> Well, then, yeah, I would like to try to take control in this situation. Assert my force of will violently to give her a hip toss. Okay, go for it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nine plus two is 11. (gasps) That is a that is a success. That is a success there. So Lila reaches out for your waist and wants to, like, lift you up above her head. And she Mm -hmm. is quite strong. So I think you're going to barely get out of this one. (laughs) Yeah, I think um, using... Everything that Launchpad McQuack taught me about um, using my opponent's strengths against them. Um, I grab one of the arms, step in, put my hip to her hip, and then just gently, very gently um, set her down in a way that it's almost like I'm doing a dip. Um, I'm not going to slam her into the ground, but I hold her and I catch her right before she hits. (laughs) Ooh, like in a tango drop? Like in a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a, a little silence your eyes lock and those cherry blossom petals which maybe are just like little pink fish in the tank behind you are, Ooh, like, ooh. are right there and you're just sort of staring into each other's eyes <laughs> and uh, from really really far away you hear got a room <laughs> <laughs> I will see you on the battlefield Prince Derek I would be honored to cross blades with you again. Uh, decency, you are walking down the street when you see this. <laughs> you just see the whole... S- I'm going to say you've been there as long as you want to have been there. Can, <laughs> I was joking about this in chat, but can I actually have texted at some point in this this scene, have you told her yet with like 20 <laughs> question marks? <laughs> Um, I think maybe that pops up as they're locking eyes face to face. Um, and with his free hand, he just like dismisses the notification as quickly as possible. There's there's another one that's like the person with their arms crossed and a little crown. <laughs> he just he's just like fervently swiping his hand in front of his face to make oh. these messages Duck disappear. Not disturb. And Lila's just too schmitten to even think that's weird. Just love it. <laughs> uh, decency, you you see this all happen, and, but you but you sort of give it up on this being resolved today. Like truth will not win today. Uh, and you're you're headed to Roscoe's for for your for your for your usual uh, pick me up and maybe to check in on how things are going over there. Um. 
Cool. Yeah. I think did Pasco's band have a t-shirt, by the way? Uh, they do now. He actually got them special made last night for their uh, impromptu concert. That was like, it was actually a secret show. He's going to call it from now on. And actually when you get to the cafe, he's like, all right, everybody, we do have t-shirts from last night's secret show, Attack on Belena. And uh, you can see, like, on the T-shirt, actually, it's got the four, the the silhouette of the four Roscos, but then it's also got the Ever Given in the background, sort of looming oh. over. Yes, yes, yes. I think I'm I'm like wearing um just like a really basic like boiler suit, like I I and like probably sneakers like i came here to help pick up just in case the coffee shop is still pretty demolished and i think the first thing i do is buy a t-shirt and go to the bathroom um and then come back out with the jumpsuit like the top half tied around my waist and the t-shirt's like a crop top over (laughs) i'm wearing it like you've already customized the shirt yes absolutely i don't know (laughs) They kept the scissors, but it is, or maybe they tore it with their teeth, but they were like, this is not the right length. This is, um, and yeah, I think they like, instead of going to the line, they lean on like the counter where people, where the baristas put your drinks out to, um, chat with Roscoe for a second. Decency. Oh, you got a shirt already. Man, why didn't you ever tell me about, you know? I, it, I, you know, it's a little hard to talk about like, hi, Hey, you pour me coffee every day. It's really great. And your band is actually not terrible. And also I kill people for a living. (laughs) Oh yeah. But like, I'd never hold that against you. Like, I mean, I kill you. I'd like to believe that I'm a bit of a killer myself. Like a killer of your expectations about what music can be. That is that is very true. That uh, that is a very true thing to say about yourself. Decency. I talk to the guys, and killer or no killer, we think you're cool, and we would like to offer you. And then he, from under the 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 bar, he pulls out a, a drumstick that has been very shoddily like spray painted gold. <laughs> We would like to offer you an honorary position in Roscoe and the Midnight Fevers. Um, That's our new name. We changed it last night. I love it. A. Uh, B, thank you. And I think <laughs> decency has like absolutely got some medals from service, <laughs> but this yeah. is clearly the most meaningful thing. <laughs> given in a really long time um and i think they like tuck it in a pocket um and they say actually dude it's really weird i came here to see if maybe you i don't know like knew where i could start taking uh some driver lessons what what'd you what'd you say what was that i just i don't know it seems like a great way to let out some steam drum lessons. I have been waiting for this moment ever since I became a barista, which was two and a half months ago. <laughs> Wait, did you, was your first day the first time? Oh my God. 
that's we're wild. like red string connected decency. That's okay, well, that's strong. <laughs> oh, decency. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I I think that's my coffee. Uh, behind you, Allison, the scientist who came with the scientist from Hagar is standing. She's got her little uh, her little screen, her little iPad like device against her chest. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I think that's my chai. Oh, Allison, you're he- uh, you're here. You're yeah, here. we gave the warriors of the Agate Cross a ride, and actually, I've decided to stay here on Belena, work with Unio directly. Uh, Hagar was just a little too dramatic for me. And cold. Miserably cold. Uh, yeah, that too, I, I, I guess. <laughs> this place is great. You should absolutely... Uh, have you met Roscoe? <laughs> This is my friend. This I is thought my I friend. did meet you, but were you outside Roscoe. in a different shirt? <laughs> oh, there's four Roscos. Oh, oh, uh, a decency. I remember. I wanted to tell you something. I know that Peach has escaped your confrontation down at the Unio headquarters, right? Yes. I think that we might have something that can help us track her. And she flips over the iPad and on it is uh, the torso of the robot with Decency's phone number written on it. (laughs) I think this might be some kind of serial number or perhaps coordinates maybe to where these androids should be shipped. Should they ever become defunct or or lost? I think this could be Peach's hideout. (laughs) I think Decency looks so much like the ever given right now there's no expression on their face they're completely still (laughs) they're just staring glassy-eyed at their phone number that they scribbled on this android body and then they say uh you know we should definitely work on this together (laughs) I would love that. Now that I'm going to become a, a Unio employee, maybe I could get assigned to your team. That would be... Uh... Uh, oh, unless I'm being too presumptuous. Maybe no. you already have someone you like? No, oh. no, no. no. You, that would be... I would love to be on a team, on teams, in teams with you. That would be great. It's just sometimes it's... Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Vera's like in a corner sharpening a knife. Ros- <laughs> uh, you see decency over Allison's shoulder. The three other Roscos are in the corner. And they just all go. Um, we uh, actually speaking of Unio headquarters, we're scooting on over there. Uh, Atwe, you have been called into a familiar morning meeting. <laughs> Same time as usual up in Vera's office. Uh, what, what are you going to do when you get in there or before you get in there? So I actually have an idea. Um, mm-hmm. What if <laughs> I like the idea that um, whenever Vera arrives yeah. to her office, Atwe mm-hmm. is waiting outside, <gasps> and he—you um, <laughs> can tell—he's still like scantily clad because that's just how he rolls, <laughs> but. You can see that maybe he probably like licked his hand and tried to smush his hair in a direction uh, just a little bit. And as she walks up, um, says, uh, I was just going to let myself in like usual, but I um, I thought I'd wait for you out here. You grew some respect for authority. Her arm, by the way, hasn't been replaced, so it's still the little tendrils. You grew some respect for authority. Uh, well, for you. 
I mean, I've always had respect for you. Vera very carefully places her tendrils on the doorknob and slides the door open. She walks past you with a little shoulder shrug as if, you know, like a, well, come in. <laughs> and he follows her. <laughs> <laughs> I have bad news, Atwe. Considering what happened last night, frankly, what happened as a result of your negligence, I think I'm going to have to demote you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, at least put you on probation. Uh, I suppose that's fair. Um... <laughs> I mean, come on, you let your supervisor's arm get sawed off? Hell, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that thing was just weighing you down anyways. And now you insult me. You know, I paid a lot for that arm. A woman my age, you can't go commenting on my body like that. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say, Atwe, is uh, I'm going to have to revoke quite a few of your privileges. Uh, which um, privileges are you thinking? Mm, I think we can discuss that tonight. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I have another idea. <laughs> what if he says, <laughs> he says, or we could discuss it now, and I have an idea. So <laughs> one of the pilot gear that he has is a camel cloth. Yeah. Okay, so it's a big thing that can cover like a human uh, and invisible, right, like he does. So he steps over to a side of her office, reaches down, grabs this thing that has appeared invisible the whole time. He whips it off. And there's a table with um, <laughs> a bouquet of mushrooms in the center of the table. And on either side, there's all of the things that he has uh, been talking about, these conspiracy things about, like the super firm tofu and the plamango juice or plamango wine, maybe. Uh, and he says, maybe we can talk about it now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That this is part of you, too. Uh, and her little tendrils come to her forehead. <laughs> oh, well. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just nods knowingly, I think. And he's laughing, too, because I think he loves it. <laughs> Walks her over to the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's probably going to, like, pick up some mushrooms, maybe throw one at him. It's going to be <laughs> just <laughs> lots of lots of adorable flirting. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, we're going to head over to, to a particular high rise in the morning. Alice has uh, cut off most of her hair, considering it was singed off in the blast. She uh, looks at herself in the mirror. She now has a short pixie cut. Um, uh, most of her wounds are starting to heal. She's put on some quick acting salve. She is still in her pajamas. You know, she doesn't seem to have the will to get herself well-dressed this morning. And she, uh, wanders out into the living room and looks for Fish. Fish, what are you doing this morning? Um, I think Fish is not anywhere to be seen, like in the usual routine location, looking out the window. Um, like, like not, not in necessarily normal eye shot. Fish? Yes. And you. And she hears this from above. She looks up. Fish is like on top of something that he is not supposed to be on top of. Uh, <laughs> just like perched and watching. Fish. Fish, please, please, please get down off my centrifuge. <laughs> but the centrifuge is a good place to be vigilant. 
You don't have to be vigilant in the apartment. But Peach has escaped. I have to be vigilant. I know. But I don't think that Peaches will come back for a while, at least. Well, eventually Can't... we will have to go to Peaches, or Peaches will come to us. I know. She sits on the couch. Um, I think that, like, the centrifuge is, like, above the couch, <laughs> and Fish definitely, like, does, like, a sort of, like, wiggles butt. And, uh, <laughs> like, leaps off the centrifuge as it, like, very, very, very much teeters, <laughs> um, like, shaking and, like, does land on the couch just barely. Uh, Alice is going to slowly reach out her hand, reaching for Fish's head. Oh, it, it's instantly, it's, like, in the hand, like, full oh. snout in the hand. I'm sorry, Fish. For what? I put you in danger by not seeing through Peach's plan earlier. We are always in danger. I know, but I never wanted to be the one to put you there. You were not the one who put me in danger. I was the one who put we in danger. I don't... I don't know how to tell you this, Fish. I am ashamed of myself, which is not something I'm used to feeling. I wanted you to be different, Fish. I wanted you to be more like me. To uh, act at least human-like so that I would know if you would, if you would love me the same if you were a human. I think it's something weak humans think about their animals a lot. But we are not human. I know, and I should have accepted that. Reality. If I were human, I do not think that I would be me. Just as if you were a cat, you would not be you. <laughs> what do you think I would be like as a cat, Fish? Uh, Fish is just like, like closes <laughs> eyes and looks like very confused. <laughs> I would have to think of the answer to that. <laughs> do you want to go after peaches, Fish? Yes. Can you feel peaches? Maybe even when you're asleep? Um, can I try to do that? Yeah. Uh, I guess here's here's the thing. Can it can I can we call it an like if it was while sleeping, can we call it an investigate role that Fish tried yeah. to do? Yeah, great. All right. 20 plus four. Um <laughs> it's a one plus four. <laughs> <laughs> no. I see probably means that she's worked hard to sever the psychic connection between you. But I believe in you, Fish. I believe you can get stronger mentally. The only strength that I need is the physical strength to end Peaches. I know. I know that's what you think. Fish, can you come sit in Mommy's lap? Yeah, Fish steps like... Step, I mean, Fish is sitting right next to her and, like, steps, like, one paw on thigh, like, other paw on other thigh, and then, like, goes up onto chest and, like, is not, like, actually sitting, is just sort of, like, standing on, like, different parts of her. Uh, Alice um, pets Fish in a very sweet sort of way that Fish loves to be pet. Uh, yeah, and Fish is just continually, like, adjusting in the most uncomfortable ways possible. Fish? Yes, Mother. 
I love you. I love you too, mother. Did you poop this morning? Um, I mean, does she want to roll to investigate that? (laughs) (laughs) And I think that is going to be where we're going to end. Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percival Hornack, and Nicholas Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Our Lancer game features Julia Doolittle as the GM, Todd Brian Backus as Derek McDuck, Giovanni Camaño as Otwe, Ben Ferber as 18,000 slash fish, and Tristan B. Willis as Decency B. Dam. Lancer was written by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan, and was published by Massive Press. If you'd like to help us continue exploring the intersection of theater and tabletop role-playing games, consider leaving us a review on your podcast app of choice or supporting us and getting access to our patron-only bonus content at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddramanerds. You can find our social media and website links, including our cast bios, at the link tree in our show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Dramanerds.